what's more scary than witches, ghouls, zombies, and vampires? Well, probably corporate overlords. Find out more about that today on this episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast. Before we begin, I do want to say thank you to our sponsor, Humble Bundle. We will hear more about them later. So, if you have been on the internet at all, like at all, you've probably heard about the Blizzard issue with uh, the Hearthstone player Blitzchung. If you haven't, let me catch you up. So, Ngwai Blitzchung Chung. Um, is a Hearthstone champion. Uh, from here on out, we'll be referring him to him as Blitzchung because that is his online handle, and I do not want to continue to butcher pronunciation. It's just not polite. If somebody wants to tell me how to pronounce it, I'll be more than happy to. So, he was competing in a Blitz, uh, Hearthstone championship, which had carried a huge prize pot and was actually nationally broadcast. It could have been worldwide. I don't know the scope, but I'm going to guess worldwide. But at the very least, national. He won the tournament fair and square. Played fair, played clean, good matches, everything. After he won, he said, uh, Free Hong Kong Liberati. I had it, uh, me, I had it, and then I immediately lost it. Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age. In reference to the protests in Hong Kong. Um, and they immediately cut him off, and they went to commercial, and immediately there was backlash. Im- immediately, there was just a firestorm. Um, two casters who were involved in it were immediately fired. Blitzchung was banned for one year from competing, and they ref- uh, Blizzard refused to pay the pot, which was, I believe, like $100,000, which is a lot, I'm sorry, $10,000. There's a lot of information in this, in this, uh, this whole topic, really. So, after that, the internet lit a blaze, um, talking about how Blizzard sided with China and everything. Heck, even South Park did episodes about that, um, which were fantastic episodes. If you've not been keeping up with the newest season, honestly, take a look at it. It's really good. They're, as always, they are always keeping up on current events and uh, way finding ways to work them into a larger narrative. So, I can say, go check out the newest season of South Park. Uh, not sponsored by him, but, I, man, I wish. So, a lot of people started the, uh, the idea of boycotting Blizzard products, deleting Overwatch, Hearthstone, StarCraft, and just leaving Blizzard out in the cold, which is, I believe, their absolute right. Um, free speech, free economy, it's capitalism at its finest. Don't like the way someone's act don't like the way a corporation is acting, don't support that corporation. Uh I do think that they had done 
Lichchung dirty by not paying him and by banning him from competing for a year. If you ban, especially in esports, if you ban someone for a year, you are basically ending their career in a lot of cases. Because, well, no one wants to sponsor somebody who can't compete for a year, who can bring national um, attention to their brands. So it's a huge blow. It it really is. And that being said, it's an awkward position in which to put well everybody. Um, Blitzstrong made the statement that he doesn't regret it. He kind of figured there would be consequences, but it was important to him, which I have to give kudos. He knew what the potential risk was, and he still went with it. Because it's important. The protests in Hong Kong have been going on for a very, very long time. And it's important. Um, And he had a national platform with which to say something. That being said, there's always the trouble of, well, is it okay for someone to say it on a national platform? Now, I want to, um, I, I want to open, I want to change some specifics about this and see what the reaction would be as a whole. So a lot of people are saying, well, that wasn't fair. They, they were, they're censoring him. They're aligning with Chinese dictatorship. Blizzard is. And to that, I'll say, maybe. Absolutely. Maybe. I do disagree with several of their steps, but we're actually going to talk about that a little bit later. But I want to flesh out why their action might have been overkill, but not wholly unjustified. Okay? So hear me out here. He said, And again, I want to make sure I get this quote right, because I think it's absolutely important to get the message of what he was saying. Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age. Seven words. Not that much. And people are like, well, they're they're censoring him. Okay. You're absolutely right. They are. But. And here's where it's going to sound like I'm defending Blizzard. And to a level, I am. And I you will see why here in a moment. What happens if that's not what he said? What happens if someone else wins a Hearthstone championship? They stand up on the platform or whatever, however it was done. They stand up and say, make America great again, or some other politically divisive thing. Would we be calling for that person's banning? More than likely, yes. Because that is an unpopular opinion. And we'd be calling for Blizzard to withhold their prize for being racist or promoting hate. But it's a political, it's a political statement. 
same as with Liberate Hong Kong, Revolution of Our Age. It is a political statement. Right? So we would be calling for the person who says, make America great again. We'd be calling for their banning, withholding of prize money. And I venture to say we would extend that to the casters that allowed it, basically. So, we need to be very, very, very careful with how we treat this. Okay? I'm not saying that banning him was right. I'm not saying it was wrong. What I am saying is, is there's a way to navigate this, and it's easy for us, the individual, to sit there and go, well, that's not right. But from a corporate standpoint, it's a really, it's a, it's a minefield. It, it really, really is. Because while this political statement is pretty cut and dry, I mean, who's going to argue against liberation of Hong Kong? Really, who is? Except, you know, entire governmental section. But what if it was a different political statement? It's not easy then. Because we have to think of unilateral bylaws, basically. It is written in their rules participation that you are abiding by a certain set of ethical and moral actions. Um, you are on their time, basically. It would be like if you were hired by a company and you went out for a press conference and said something politically divisive that was very divisive, <laughs> and you're representing this company. They're well within their rights to fire you. Free speech is governmental only, and I believe I covered that on the episode of free speech. Free speech is only, only guaranteed by the government. Not by corporations, not by anything else. So, if you are on someone else's time, someone else's dime, you have to act within their desires. Yes, you can be like Blitz Chung and accept the consequences as they come. As outrageous as the consequences may be, you have to decide whether your moral implication, your moral imperative, is that important. If it's not, well, then you won't be in the situation of having to say anything. If it is, getting banned for a year, getting the prize money withheld is also worth it. So, the moral implication is how do, as a corporation, how do you navigate this? You don't ban them. It looks, you're going to have some serious blowback by, yes, the Chinese government, who does have a lot of invested interest. It's sort of that way. So, yes, there's going to be huge blowback there. And as a corporation, that wouldn't look good for your stockholders, which 
jeopardizes the entire company. And that would actually cause people to be mad as well. Because now they have to close. They lose people's jobs. If a giant corporation fails, a lot of people lose their jobs. Yes, there is moral imperatives that should a majority of the stockholders say, I agree with this move, you go forward with it. But at that moment, there was no such ability to make that decision. So you have to think of the majority of stockholders. If you owned stock in Blizzard and the company tanked because they allowed it, you'd be mad. They ban one individual, you'd be mad. Blizzard was in a lose-lose situation. And again, I don't want to sound like I'm wholeheartedly taking up the banner of Blizzard. I'm thinking about it from an outside perspective. A business has to be successful. And if you alienate a large chunk of support, you jeopardize the entire company. You not just jeopardize one dude in a boardroom, you jeopardize interns, you jeopardize graphic designers, storyboarders, even janitorial staff. You jeopardize that. It is a huge economic impact. Because they may have a large supplier of paper products, stationery, things like that, that another company relies upon. Hey, we got this one huge contract. And if that contract disappears, that company disappears. There's huge economic implications to a giant corporation folding. It's not just a cut-and-dry solution, as Twitter would make it sound out to be. So, there's a lot of issues there. And I, you know, so I understand that. However, I also understand it's not a good look when you ban a winner of a competition who makes a statement like that, and you forbid him and deny him his money that he rightfully earned. So, how do you run the balancing board and appease both sides? Well, the simple answer is, you don't. Truthfully, you just don't. What they did, and I do want to state what they did do, what they did is they banned him for a year and for being denied paying him his money, 10000 USD. So, they did eventually decide to make a change. They did pay him his money. Good move, Blizzard. I agree with that one. They also turned down the ban from a year to six months better. Still could do better, but I think that's a good move. And and here's why. Ban for a year, it's big. Because again, you have to think of what if the person made a political statement that is not as wholly agreed on? Again, what if they made the Make America Great statement? Well, 
If you have less than a year, you're going to have some trouble. So, here's what I I think they did right, but I think they can do better. But before we talk about that, let's hear from our sponsor. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle. Back to you guys. So Blizzard, originally, I do want to state this again because I want to make sure that this is very, very clear. Because we didn't speak about this as soon as it happened, but we're speaking on it now that if there's been an update and giving our own thoughts. So, originally, Blizzard did not pay him his $10,000 prize. They also banned Blitzchung for one year. After the Twitter backlash, they paid him his money, and they made his one-year suspension, one-year ban, to six months. I think that's a good idea, but I think we can do better. So, I how they done it, is I somewhat agree. There's an appeal process. You basically say, oh, banned, which is the right snap decision. It may not seem right, but again, what if it was another politically divisive statement that we actually, as a whole, as is probably, I would say, the United States would not agree is a good statement. So what you do, you ban for a year, you don't pay out the money. Say, hey, you are breaking our bylaws or whatever. Then, in certain instances, such as this one, you basically reconvene and go, well, we've heard your appeal, we are paying back your money, and we are lowering your ban. Just like they did. That is a smart move. Now, I would take from six months to three months. It's not as long and you say you're banned from competing. In that time, there's probably low probability of another tournament. So, you aren't actually stopping him from entering any tournaments. He can still practice, he can still play, he can still work up ranks. But he cannot enter into the competition. Now, why I think it's important that they immediately snap ban and then reduce the sentence. Because, as I've said, what if it was another politically divisive message? You have the ability to keep that ban, to continue to refuse to pay that money. If you don't do anything, and you give someone that money, and you let that message stand, you appear to be supporting it without any sort of conversation. You have to do that. Because what if that was a different message? Well, by banning, you immediately appear to be taking care of the situation. Again, 
a politically divisive statement, a different kind of statement that is wholeheartedly agreed to not be a good thing. If they say, if they stood up there and said something racially insensitive, or they made slurs, or they disparaged people groups, you ban. You immediately ban. And then you decide, do we uphold that ban? Do we modify that ban? What do we do? You have to make that decision later. At that time, you have to take action. It's like if your child misbehaves. You have to immediately punish the action and say you're grounded and then go, hey, upon further reflection, I understand why you did this, why you, you know, you didn't do what I said. You know what? You're not grounded anymore. Yes, you were grounded for a couple days until we figured out what was happening, but cool. You are free to go. That's what's important, because, yes, does it look give them bad PR? Absolutely. But again, Blizzard was in a lose-lose situation. Regardless of what they did, they would be metaphorically crucified on Twitter. And it's just not not just Blizzard. It's a lot of companies are having this issue, because... We're entering a really politically and sociologically tough era. For so long, so many companies have been backed by Chinese government. And now we're entering into an era where, whoop, we have to figure out what we're going to do. It's difficult. It's not easy. It's not fun. But... Maybe don't crucify on Twitter immediately after it happens. Yes, voice your displeasure. I think that's a good thing. Yes, enact boycotts. Sure. If you feel, again, if you feel that there is a moral imperative, it is incumbent upon you to act on it. Take example from Blitzchung. He knew what he said was right. He had a moral imperative to say it, regardless of the consequences. It's not easy. It's not fun. But it is your, if you feel strongly about it, and you feel there is a moral issue, you must speak out about it, regardless of what happens. Be willing to accept the consequences of your actions. Because while it may be this today, tomorrow it may be something else. So you need to be, you need to be aware of where your moral compass is. For Blitzchung, it's the liberation of Hong Kong. For you, it might be something else. So say in a tactful, in a respectful, and in a non-violent way. Right? There's nothing calling for uh, violence. He didn't say it in a violent way. 
he just yes he shouted it yes but i think shouting is not a violent or aggressive action you have to be willing to stand up regardless of consequences for your moral imperatives which is what he did so take example from him and decide upon what is important to you what moral imperative what moral high ground are you going to stand for regardless of consequences socially economically politically or competitively what is your moral high ground and then choose to defend it because ultimately in life that's all we have defending our moral implications and things like that so i know this wasn't a super fun episode of the podcast but i think it was a super important episode of the podcast because i didn't want to snap this story out you know a week ago or whatnot i wanted to wait for more information and more information we got and kudos for blizzard to to modifying the ban but i think we can lower that just a little bit because we can all agree that the statement liberate hong kong revolution of our age is not a dangerous political rhetoric but next time it might be so until next week have fun be safe and figure out your moral high ground and what you're willing to stand for so until then have a good one thanks guys and thank you to all of our listeners out there because we really couldn't do it without you we hope you enjoyed this week's gaming and chill podcast if you'd like to know more about the podcast follow us on social media or learn how to support the podcast directly check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com also be sure to stay up to date with gaming and chill by following us on twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill yes that is gaming underscore in as in nancy underscore chill you can also find links to the articles games and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below thanks again for watching and until next time